Ahem. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Daniel Kay, the host of the Daniel Kay's Let's Plays podcast, the internet's first and favourite video game Let's Play podcast, in which I, Daniel Kay, make Let's Plays for video games, but they're audio-only Let's Plays, so you can only hear what I'm saying and you can't see the video of what I'm doing. Any of the game footage? No, you can't see that. You have to rely on me to describe it to you. Good, there's the concept down. Okay, hi, welcome to the show, listeners. Um, it's a weird one today. Uh, I guess it's not that weird. It's just, this is something new which I've never really done before, and that is play a console game. I'm sat here on front of my TV. I'm sat here on front of my TV? I am sat here in front of my TV, uh, and I've just, um, I've just got my PlayStation 2 set up. I'm going to play a PlayStation 2 game today. I don't know why I'm I'm uh, perpetuating some weird mystery. I'm playing a Gra- Gran Turismo game, a race car game. Um or not really. I don't think it's I don't really think of this I'm skipping ahead listeners, but I don't really think of Gran Turismo games as being like racing games. I know that's dumb. I see these as being collecting games because the racing is just something I do in order to get money to collect more cars and to uh, make the cars that I have and that I want better. Uh, Yeah, this is... Listeners, I do a Pokemon series, don't I? I do a Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke series. And I'm planning on doing more Pokemon series. I love the Pokemon games. I love that whole exploring a world, going to different areas... And finding new and interesting Pokemon to catch uh, and leveling them up. And that's what Gran Turismo is. Only instead of Pokemon, it's cars. And yeah. So I'm playing Pokemon today. I'm playing Pokemon uh, Special Car Edition, Gran Turismo 4. Um, Yeah, listeners who follow me on the social networking application Twitter will know that I've tried... I tried to plug in my PlayStation 2 to record some PlayStation 2 gameplay a little earlier this week, a couple days ago now, and I plugged it in. I got all all the AV cables plugged into the back of my big big screen TV. Um, I switched it on, uh, and what happened was the PlayStation 2 came on, it lit up, I, I had that happen good. Uh, and then bang, it, it died, and and I, I had nothing happened. Um, I, I couldn't get it to respond at all. Uh, I I tried again and again and again, uh, and then once I got it to come uh, up again for a second, and then the lights turned off immediately with nothing happen, happening. And uh, I, I checked all the all the plugs at the back. Um, which was all that I could really think to do, and so I thought, oh god damn it, my this this uh, PlayStation Two, which now is, you know, an ancient machine, <laughs> has died finally. It's dead, and I felt sad about it. I told my wife about it the next night. Uh, she said, hey, why is the PlayStation Two out? And I said, oh, I tried to get it set up, but uh, it, it I turned it on and it just died. It's dead. And she immediately looked down and said, hey, the plug's not in the wall properly. And I was like, what? And she said, yeah, it's like half out of the wall. And I looked and yeah, the plug, I think, just like I hadn't plugged it in or it's an old crappy plug. And so it kind of fell out of the wall a little bit. And so while I was messing around with the PlayStation... I must have just been moving the cord a tiny little bit and it kind of popped out and then popped back in for half a second and popped out and made me think that my PlayStation 2 was just a brick. So good news, my PlayStation 2 is perfectly playable still. Uh, And also good news, my old copy of uh, Gran Turismo, well, my relatively new copy, in fact, of Gran Turismo 4 
uh, is here with us now and still works, isn't scratched up or anything like that. I've got it in the PlayStation 2. I've got the PlayStation plugged in. I've got my controller. I'm ready to play some special uh, special uh, Pokemon car edition, Gran Turismo 4. Um, yeah, this is going to be... This is going to be an interesting one, listeners. This is going to be pretty editing heavy because a lot of what I will be doing in this game will be monotonous and repetitive. It'll be me racing against other cars. So I'll I'll talk about what's going on. I'll describe the gameplay a little bit, but it's not going to be the brunt of what this, this, uh, this episode is. It's going to be the act of collecting cars, which is what interests me. So I'm going to skip through most of the races, I think. Um, yeah, I have a weird relationship with this game. Uh, I don't think I love this game in the way that this game wants to be loved. Like, I'm not 100% the full proper audience for the game. And the reason I think that is that I have a, a hard, hard, hard time playing it because the cars that I want and the cars that I seek out and buy and, and start upgrading, they're terrible, terrible cars to play with in this game. They're all like, you know, I, I love... My favorite kind of car is Japanese city cars from the 70s. And there's one or two of them in this in this game, not that many, but pretty much any car from the late 60s through to early 80s, they're what I'm going to be looking at. Uh, European cars or American cars, if it's from that kind of time period, late 60s to early 80s, I'm going to be interested in collecting it. Um and so it, there's always going to be a uh, that those those I want to point out those cars, if you choose to race with those cars, it's like no, pretty much no matter what, you set yourself up to fail. Because <laughs> even though the game tries its best to pit you up against opponents in similar cars, sometimes the, the game just can't go easy enough on you. And it's just no matter what it puts your opponent in, your car is just so old and broken down and terrible. And like it, it, it does a pretty good job of... Uh, of having the like the original specifications and the top speed of the car and all that stuff, uh, kind of be what you're working with when you buy and you race for that car. So when I'm in my Fiat 500 from the 50s, when I go, oh, I've got a Fiat 500, it's like I I enter that into a race, and every single other car, even though it's pitted me up against other cars from the 50s, they're not Fiat 500s. <laughs> so it's like I. I, I go at a snail's pace. I lose every single race. Um, so usually what happens is I'll have one car which is kind of like a compromise. It'll be from the late 80s, usually a, a fair lady, a Nissan fair lady. Um, yeah, because I kind of like them. Uh, and, and I can really race with that. I can make a whole bunch of money and then I'll spend all that money on like a vintage old retro car and then I'll spend all the rest of my money getting that car tuned up with as good as equipment as I can possibly find. And then at that point, that car is kind of almost good enough to play with and I'll put it in one or two races and go, oh, I actually won that race. Oh my gosh. And then it's like, congratulations, man. You won 500 bucks. Now, if you get back into your Nissan Fairlady and race you know, in, in this other race just down the road, you'll make $50,000 or whatever, you know, not 50000 that's an exaggeration. It's like the, the, the what I love doing in this game, it's almost pointless to be doing it because it doesn't get you anywhere in terms of game progress. Um, and if I only did what I loved, which was collect the old cars, I wouldn't have any money to collect old cars, which sucks. It sucks, but I love it still. So I'm going to dive right in. 
um, I'm going to start a new game, which actually involves erasing my old save data. That's the only way you can start a new game in this. But uh, that's what I'm going to do, because uh, I haven't played this in a while, and I, I'm not going to go back to my old game, no, sir. No, ma'am. No, everyone. I'm going to reach down to my PlayStation 2, I'm going to hit the on button, and uh, yeah, I don't know how much of this uh, this like opening intro and the startup noises and all that stuff is going to appear. I might cut a bit of it out, but we'll see how we go. On. And oh, the second little on switch I have to click on my PlayStation 2. There it is, the screen flickers. Sony Computer Entertainment. I've got my little DualShock controller here in my hands. PlayStation 2. Oh, copyright 2005, Sony Computer Entertainment. I thought it was 2004, but whatever. Alright, let's see. Do I speak English, French, Dutch? Oh no, Deutsch, not Dutch. Italian or Spanish. I speak I speak English. Let's go English. No Gran Turismo 4 game data present on memory card. Do you wish to create game data? Yes. Ah, welcome to the GT world. Name entry. Well, D A N I L. Daniel. I am Daniel. The name entered is Daniel. Do you want to proceed with this name? I do. Save data will now be created. Good. Game data will be created on the memory card PS2 in memory card slot 1. 1,498 kilobytes of free space is required to create the game data. I think I can manage that. On my little 8 megabyte uh, thingy, game uh, hard thingy, memory card. That's it. There we are. Save successful. Oh, confirmation. GT4 uses an autosave feature. Okay, good. I'm cool with that. The icon will flash as follows when the memory card is being accessed. Great. So don't do anything until that stops flashing. Yeah, I get it. In Gran Turismo 4, it is possible to load game save. Okay, cool. Thanks. If you wish, you can transfer. Okay, cool. No thanks. Uh, In GT4, you also have the ability to update the status of license obtained by loading your... Okay, no thanks. This is the dumbest format to put all this information in. It's in a series of pop-ups with OK or repeat or go back. It's like, okay, here we are. Start the game, please. Polyphony Digital. A pretty cool uh, video game company logo. And we have an opening cinematic. A CGI opening cinematic. Autumnal leaves uh, blowing in uh, a breeze and and falling all over a fancy-looking race car. Ooh, it's so fancy. And it's got real-life logos stuck all over it. Bosch. Ford GT. It's a Ford, I guess. It's got American flags all over it and the Gran Turismo logo. And uh, this is the opening credits. Yeah. Simulation algorithm by Akido Tan. Okay. Okay. Oh, it looks like it's in San Francisco. I can see that big fancy bridge on the... uh... Oh, maybe... Oh, no, okay. Maybe it's not. Because there are, like, two bridges which look the same. (laughs) Oh, the human animation was by Norio Takama and Tatsuya Matsu. 
and here it is. I can see uh, race car racers walking with Dunlop shirts on in slow motion. Uh, oh, and now the car is slowly driving around. Shall we, shall we skip the cinematic, listeners? It's pretty cool for, like, a race car. It's not, like... It's not the kind of thing you'd expect, you know? In a racing game, like, I'd think it would be... If I was thinking opening cinematic, it would be drum and bass music. Oh! Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is more of what I'd expect. Alright. We're listening to rock music. And we're watching cars race around. Alright, this is good. Done. I hit the start and we're skipping that. Because uh, I'm about to see enough cars racing around on my own. I don't need to watch um, watch an animation of it. Okay. Uh, arcade mode. Gran Turismo mode. Uh, I think I want to be in Gran Turismo mode, don't I? I think arcade mode gives me access to every single car. I don't like that mode. I like Gran Turismo where I start with a bit of money and I have to buy my own second-hand car to begin with and I enter it into the most low-grade races I can find. Gran Turismo mode, please. I think that's I think that's what this mode is. I'll turn into Popeye for a second there. Okay. Yeah. Listeners, I start with 10,000 credits. Um, I'm here in the overworld. My little home, my little house is here in the middle of the map and I can navigate through the map to uh, different car manufacturing areas. Uh, to buy different cars. I can look at French cars, Italian cars, German cars, Belgian, Spanish cars, used cars from the 1980s, used cars from the late 90s. Oh, there's Australian car manufacturers here, Japanese car manufacturers, Korean cars, used cars from the early 90s, Swedish cars, Dutch cars, British cars, American cars. There's no... Uh, it's been a little while since I've played this. I, I think maybe the used cars from the 70s are, are lumped in with the used cars from the 80s. I think there are also used car markets within the separate sort of... Um, uh, like country districts. So if I go in, if I go to Japan here... Okay, I can see Daihatsu, Mazda, Subaru, Acura, Tommy Kyra, ASL, Toyota. But if I go, say, I've got Nissan here. Nissan originated in 1926 when a Kawinashiri motor car and... Uh, oh, it's moving too fast for me to read. If I go into the Nissan car market, new cars, legendary cars. Okay, there's no second-hand cars for sale here. Never mind. Uh, is there not any in any of these? Okay, I'm looking through Nissans, most of them from 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 4, 5. None of them from early, earlier than 1999. Uh, what's the back button? Is it square? Yeah, square's the back button. Uh, 
Okay, cool. No, yeah, I can't find any cars from earlier than 1999 in the Japanese car market, the Japanese new car market. I, I, I think like in like Italian or American cars, you can buy what they call brand new cars, but they're like you know uh, a, a, a 1960s Corvette, and you're apparently buying it new, but it doesn't show up in the used car market. Let's go to used cars from 1980s and see what the earliest kind of cars we can get are. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my gosh, listeners. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a. I'm in the. Uh, hang on. Oh my god, this is fantastic. Yeah, I'm in the used car from 1980s uh, car market, and yeah, there are no cars from the 70s or 60s in here, which is what I thought I might be able to find. Uh, lots of cars from 1988, 1989. Uh, the earliest one is from 1983, by the looks of it. Uh, you can get a Honda City, a Honda Civic, Honda Ballet, a Nissan Fairlady Z. Ooh, I don't have the money for that. But a 1983 Nissan Fairlady Z, a 300ZX, that's probably what I should be thinking about getting because that's what's going to make me a bunch of money at the races. Uh, it's a white one, listeners. Uh, I guess I could drive a white Nissan Fairlady Z, but it's 11,199 credits. What I'm going to get, listeners, I'm going to scroll down. Uh, There is a... Where is it? A Nissan Payo. There's a kind of opal color or like a teal blue Nissan Payo from 1989. Um, Yeah. Nissan Payo is a car I'm really interested in. It's such a weird thing. I'm probably going to stick this in the thumbnail because this is definitely the car I'm going to get. It's 5,389 credits and it's going to be a big mistake. This is not going to be winning me any races. This is just a shitty little city car which they put out for driving around the city. It's not a race car. It's not a big powerful car. But the design is crazy for the Payo. It's uh, It was made in 1989 by Nissan, but they were sort of looking back to the city cars from the 70s, which I love. So they kind of took a design of a 70s Japanese car, uh, and, and they kind of made this this uh, this late 80s car uh, look kind of like it was from that area. That area? That era. That area of time. That area of the space-time continuum. So, And it's a, it's a color I don't find unattractive. It's a real-life color which you can buy this car in, just like all of these are. This is a car which I would buy in real life. It's um, it's got this kind of like, I don't know, the sort of panel work on the sides and the bottom of the bonnet of this car. It's weird, and it's got the the big sort of circular headlights at the front, which I like a lot. I'm definitely buying this. Bought. Okay. Um, it's got all of the um specifications, which I don't understand because I don't really know anything about the mechanics, car mechanics. Uh, drivetrain FF whatever that means Uh, mass 730 kilos which I think is really heavy Um, uh, power what is this Uh, whatever buy, I'm buying it I got a Nissan Payo in aqua grey, use this car now yes All right, I'm going to go to my garage and have a closer look at the, this car and see if there's anything I can uh, I can say about it on this 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 podcast. 
I think I, I really only recently learned about these cars um, when I was doing research into the Nissan S-Cargo, short for small cargo car, from the same kind of era, 1989-1990. And I was like, hey, if you like this weird-looking car, you might like this other really weird car that they made but only released in Japan. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I do like this. If, if I could have a Nissan Payo, then I, I, I'd love one. Um, okay. Here I am in my garage. Uh, <laughs> it's 47 uh, horsepower. Nissan Payo. 47 horsepower. I wonder with my... I've got 4,611 credits left. Um, let's see if we can make this a little better somehow. Okay, listeners, uh, I'm going to spend 4,500 of my 4,611 credits on a Stage 1 turbine kit. It's going to bring me up from 47 horsepower to 67 horsepower, so that's a pretty big jump. Uh, yeah, these parts have been purchased. Do you want to equip them now? Yeah, okay. I think we're ready to enter this uh, Nissan Payo in our first race. Ah, here we are. Okay. Here I am in the beginner's events, and here's the Sunday Cup, which is the first race in pretty much every Gran Turismo game. Uh, single race. First prize is 600 credits. Last, pl last prize. If you come in sixth place, you still get 100 credits. Game mode single race. Uh, tire type normal or sports tires are required. Cars permitted, all cars are permitted. Licenses required, none. Okay, good. So, because I don't have any licenses, I haven't done that, uh, I haven't done any kind of licensing bullshit yet. This is what we're going to do. Uh, we're just going to see what kind of a, what kind of a race we can do in the Sunday Cup with my little, my little, uh, Nissan Payo. My ridiculous little dumb city car. Okay, um, enter or preview the Sunday Cup race which takes place on Autumn Ring Mini Reverse. So that's the first thing, we're going to enter the race. I can't really remember how the controls work, but we're going to see how I do anyway. Yeah. So far I can't, I can't really think how I've done very much editing, listeners. So this has been a kind of long rambly, just me playing a racing game, so sorry about that. Okay, uh, A-Spec, Driver's Mode. I think I've just entered the race. Okay, I've got my throttle up. The car is, I don't have control yet, it's just kind of taxiing up to the start. I'm in sixth place against uh, a couple other cars. There's a sporty looking black, uh, well, some kind of family or city car ahead of me. I don't know what the hell that is. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm coming up to the starting now. Oh shit, I don't like this view at all, that's better. Alright, and now I'm racing and I'm lagging painfully, <laughs> slowly behind everybody else. Everybody else is in front of me. This is not a fast car. I'm going around corners. I've just got my, my thumb on the right analog stick, pushing forward. Ah, oh, I'm approaching the first little group of cars. There's like three cars all bunched up next to each other. They're all shitty little city cars, just like mine is. Oh, but no, I've lagged right behind. <laughs> I'm going to come around quite a short corner here. I'm way behind everybody. Oh, jeez, listeners. I think I can safely cut to the end of this race. Oh, my God. All right. Finished. A-spec points, zero points. I was 15 seconds behind the, uh, the first position car, which was a Fiat uh, Barchetta Giovanni Due 2000. So made in the year 2000. Um, 
Yeah. That was an embarrassment, and it's playing the, the race over again for me to watch. Um, yeah. See, listeners, if I had taken that $5,000, or that 4,500 credits, I should say, and instead of buying this shitty little car, a turbo, uh, like a, a turbo engine upgrade or whatever, and I'd taken that money and gone to the second-hand cars from the early 90s, and I got like a Nissan Skyline or whatever, the shittiest car I could possibly find from that kind of era, then I would have probably won this race. Um, so this is what I'm talking about where I played this game wrong and I still, like, I don't know. I still love it, but it hates me, this game. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do. There might be one or two other races I can enter which are a bit, a bit like, you know, a bit, a bit more winnable. I'll just have a quick look around and see what happens. Uh, I'll cut back when I found another race to enter, which I can maybe win a little easier. But if I can't find anything, we might just be making a hundred bucks at a time before we can upgrade this car or buy a better car. Okay, cool. There's my hundred credits. I've gone from having 111 to 211 credits. Jesus Christ. Okay, here we are. I'm in. Uh, I'm in another race in the Sunday Cup. This one literally, it's it's one uh, one little square over in the menu from uh, that that other race which I done. It's literally called the Beginner's Course. So I've entered that. I'm the Nissan Payo 1989. The other cars I'm racing against: a Toyota Yaris from 2000, a Citroen C3 from 2002, a Peugeot 206 from 1999. A Fiat Barchetta, which is what won the last race from the year 2000. Exactly the same kind of car. And colour as well. A Fiat Punto from the year 2000. And there's my Nissan Payo 89. Um, beginning in sixth place. So let's uh, see how this race goes. Oh, listeners, I think I remember this course. I think there's a little... There might be a little... Uh, a cheap little trick I can do here. Because I think I remember all the other cars... They're not driven by people, they're driven by computers. Yeah, I'm the slowest goddamn car in this race once again. Ah, oh, but there's so many corners, and the computers don't cut the corners. Um, so I can cut across the grass and kind of cheat a little bit. And obviously driving across the... Yeah, okay, fucking fantastic, I'm in fourth position. No, fifth, sixth position, okay, never mind, yeah. It's a small little course. It has a whole ton of turns around it. Um, and I can kind of go off the road a little bit and drive on the grass around some of the, the, the tighter corners. Obviously, that's going to slow my car right down. So overall, it's a bad idea. But if I figure this out over, over playing the game the way that I do, listeners, in a really shitty little slow car, if I can get around the corner in front of everybody else, even though I'll be moving at like 5Ks an hour, if I'm in front of everybody and they crash into behind me, they push me along... I slow everybody else down, and I uh, and I, I speed myself back up, so that you can kind of duke the game a little bit on this beginner's course. So that's probably what I'm going to be doing. I'm still in sixth position. I'm in. I'm uh, just finishing lap two out of four. Uh, I, I've lost this race completely. But if I can, if I can just get lucky with that first corner and get in amongst them to begin with, then I think I can climb the ranks a little bit better. Let's cut to the end of this race. Oh, <laughs> listeners. Okay, listeners, I'm coming to the end of the uh, fourth out of fourth lap. I'm in fifth position. I overtook a shitty little yellow car. Oh, fuck, I'm going <laughs> to... I finished. Oh, I finished. Zero A-spec points, whatever the hell that means. I finished 7.428 seconds behind the, uh, the first position, which was the Toyota Yaris. But finishing behind me in sixth position was the Fiat Punto HGT, 
which was oh I, I oh god damn it I didn't get to see how slower than me it was, but kind of the secret listeners is that once you're in front of someone, you can stay in front of them. You can just not let them pass. You can be a real dickhead on the road. And because you're a slow car, it's like... (laughs) If you can play it just right, you can keep them behind you. Uh, Provided you're not so, so slow that they just, uh, you know, run, run, run circles around you. Am I recording? I hope I'm recording. Shit, yes, cool, I am recording. Ah, so what did we get for that? What was our fifth position prize? 200 credits. Okay, listeners, my next upgrade, I think, will be at a 1,000 credits, I can buy what's called the racing chip, which I think uh, adds, like, the ability to make, uh, to sort of, to, to, I don't know, to tune my engine with a computer or whatever, but it, it means that my, my car ends up being a little bit more powerful for whatever reason. So that's what I'm aiming uh, aiming towards. Okay, I think I'm gonna try that again. All right, I've entered the same race again. Uh, let's see how well we do this time. All right, here comes the first little shortcut I can take. Ah, uh, fifth, fourth position, I'm in fourth position. I'm ahead of some sporty looking black car and the same ugly yellow car that I uh, left in fifth position. I'm still in fourth position. I'm keeping them behind me. I'm, there's, uh, uh, there's three cars ahead of me. Uh, the blue car in first position is way out in front of everybody else, and there's a white car and a red car between me and that car. Ah, 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 ah. I need to play it safe with the brakes. I need to not be afraid to brake around the corners, because if I spin out, then oh man, that's all my time gone. Alright, here comes the, uh, ah, here comes the shortcut again. Ah, ah, third position, third position, third position! I'm in third position. I overtook that ugly white car. Um... All right, I'm coming around a corner. Yeah, you'll notice, listeners, that this is a really, really small track. Uh, I'm on lap two out of four. I'm uh, now on the home stretch, the straight bit, and it's the end of the second lap. Now here we are in the third out of four laps. I'm breaking around a big, sharp corner. Ah, there's no opportunity for a shortcut around this corner at all. Here we are coming up to the shortcut again. No, no, they're too far ahead of me. I can't get ahead of them. So I uh, haven't taken the shortcut. I've just driven on the road around them to try and maintain my third position. Going around a big, long, loopy, loopy, loopy thing. Um, Turning, 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 being careful. We're back on the straight, the home stretch, going through the finish line again. And now we're on the fourth out of four laps. They're they're climbing ahead of me. They're faster cars than I am. I'm braking to go around a really tight car. Oh, fucking God, Jesus, the white car, the ugly white car. Holy shit, he knocked me on the side. I'm in fourth position, listeners. I'm coming up on the shortcut, but no, everybody's way too far ahead of me. Oh, the black car is ah, is nudging up behind me. I've gone around the little tight corner, which is normally the shortcut, but I haven't treated it as a shortcut. I'm being very conservative. I need to keep my fourth position. I'm coming around the big, long, loopy, loopy, loopy turn. I'm in the home stretch. I can look behind myself. Okay, I think I'm safe. Here's the finish line. Ah, finish. Okay, the Toyota Yaris one, I was in fourth position, six seconds behind the Yaris. The loser was eight seconds behind the Yaris, 8.4, I was 6.1. So I did all right that time, fourth position. What kind of prize is that? Is it going to be 300 credits? 300 galactic credits. (laughs) It is 300 credits, okay. So we now have... 711 credits. Let's do that again, listeners. Okay, it always seems to be against exactly the same cars. There's the ugly uh, mustard-colored yellow car in front of me. 
there's the blue car, which starts in first position, and then there's a black, white, and a red car in between the yellow car and the blue car. So off we go. Oh, shit. I was too greedy. The first corner, if my car is fast enough, I can treat the first corner as a shortcut and go off-road and bang up against everyone. Okay, okay, okay. Fourth position. I abused that shortcut. I'm in fourth position. Let's see how we go. <laughs> this is beautiful. Uh, when I'm a slow car in front of uh, fast cars, sometimes they'll like bang up into the back of me and it makes me go a little bit faster. Like when I slow down and when I apply the brakes to go around a corner and a faster car bangs into the back of me, it gives me a little extra push around the corner, which is real helpful. Alright, uh, I'm still in fourth position. I'm, uh, I'm just finishing the second of the four laps. I'm going under the finish line. Alright, back to racing listeners. Oh, I'm coming up in this dumb, ugly white car. I'm right up on his bumper going under the, the finish line on the, the, uh, the end of the third lap. Now we're on the fourth lap. I think I can knock into him on the side. Oh, fuck! Oh, what a gamble! What a gamble! Going around the first corner, I've just knocked him right off the track. He's in the grass now. Ah, oh, I haven't slowed down at all. I'm in third position. I'm not going to abuse the shortcut. I'm going to go around the, uh, that big shortcut in a normal kind of fashion. Oh, man, that ugly white car's back on the track. He's right behind me. I can look in my rear view mirror, listeners, by holding down the, uh, the R1 button, and he's right on my tail. Oh, what a grumpy white car. What a grumpy white car. He's right behind me. I can see him, actually, without looking in my rear view. And I finished in third position. Ah, oh, fantastic. Ah, oh, okay. I was five seconds behind the uh, Toyota Yaris, which finished in first position. The, the loser, the Fiat Pinto, uh, was seven seconds behind him. Okay, what do I get for fourth position? Is that 400 credits? Let's see. 400 credits. Okay, so we have got... 1,111 credits. Let's go buy that uh, computer chip. Okay, here we go. I'm spending 1,000 credits. Uh, and I'm going to move from 67 horsepower to 70 horsepower. Done. This is relatively simple but highly effective. Tuning the engine management system on the onboard computer is changed to bring on the engine's potential by efficiently resetting the ignition timing, fuel control, air-fuel ratio, and other settings. Power and torque are increased across the board. For turbo cars, replace the air cleaner and silencer as a set to create the perfect tuning for beginners. Yeah, so I have got 100 bucks now. I've increased my car's horsepower a tiny little bit through a magical computer, which I just taped to the top of the car. Now let's take that race again and see if we can't get second or first position. And uh, after that, listeners, I'll call it a day. And, pop, and uh, yeah, that'll be it for this episode. We'll see if I do a second one. I don't know. I wonder what the, uh, what the response to this weird episode will be. If it will be <laughs> 10 views, of which I'll consider a failure, or if it'll be like 40 views which is what all my best uh, podcast episodes get. Yeah. Uh, Alright, here we are. Sunday Cup. Entering the Sunday Cup. Driving Park, the beginner's course. What's the description say? Enter or preview the Sunday Cup race, which takes place on the beginner's course in normal mode. Okay, cool. Alright, let's take this race again and see how well I do. Oh, uh, all the cars which are entering have mixed up a little bit. Um, that might be bad news. <laughs> okay, we're now racing against, uh, in first, starting in first position, a VW Polo, a VW Polo, sorry, from 2001, a Peugeot 206 from 99, a Mazda MX-5 
From 89? Ooh, that's a fancy thing. I wonder if it has a wankle rotary engine in it. I like Mazda's listeners. A Mini Cooper from 2002. I think we got that thing That thing whipped. An Alfa Romeo 147 from 2002. And there we are, right at the bottom. Nissan Payo from 1989. Enter. Okay. I wonder if I was just getting lucky in all the cars I was racing against. And this one, I'll, I'll be trounced by these higher powerful, higher, highly powered cars. Oh yeah, they are all, all way faster. <laughs> That's okay. No, I, I'm doing alright. I'm doing okay. I'm in sixth position still, but only just. I'm neck and neck with this last Alfa Romeo. Here we are, around the shortcut, and I'm in fourth position. Oh, fantastic. I just got in front of the Mini Cooper. Alright, yep, I'm treating this first corner like a shortcut. I just banged into whatever the hell this convertible is. Oh, shit! He inched out in front of me. Oh, fuck, I didn't hit him hard enough. Ah, oh, going around the shortcut, not treating it like a shortcut. Yeah, I'm much faster, listeners. Ah, oh, I'm right up behind him though. Yeah, I can see the first position car now. Which, like before, uh, in the old payo, before I got a computer taped to the top of it, I couldn't even see the first position car usually. He was way out front. He or she, I don't know who the drivers are. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are some pretty cool lady race car drivers out there. Okay, treating the first corner like a shortcut. Fuck, I fucked up! I've gone right off into the grass! Oh no, oh no! I have to ra- <laughs> I have to work to get back onto track. I'm still in fourth position, but uh, the fifth car is banging up behind me. Oh man, this hasn't gone so well, just because I've been real dumb and I've gone right off the track. Um, I'm going around the big wide corner, the big round corner, to finish uh, on the straight of the third of four laps and now I've gone under the finish line I'm on the fourth of four laps yeah I think I'm not going to advance any further than fourth position I'll be lucky if I hold fourth position um yeah let's see how I go alright I'm on the home stretch I'm pretty safe bang finished in fourth position yeah I think the payo drives a lot faster now but I I lost that because I wasn't I was an idiot and I tried too much and I went right off the track, and I lost a whole ton of time, and I, I lost my chance of, of climbing ahead of the third position and into second or first. So, cool, whatever. I'll take my 200 bucks. Um, thank you, game. Oh, 300 bucks for fourth position. Cool, yeah, of course. And uh, I've now got $411. I'm going to put the controller down, and I'm going to finish this episode. Uh, I'll thank you every last one of you for listening through this little experimental episode I don't really know like I said whether I'm going to do more of this or not let me know how it went for you your listening experience um maybe I'll do more uh and I'd like to say this episode was brought to you by uh the two birds brewing pale ale uh smooth and silky oat with a pine and tropical hops finish They've recently got a, a sort of facelift on their label and it looks really nice and fancy. It's a beautiful blue little bit of artwork. Uh, 5% alcohol by volume. Nurtured by two birds. It's Australia's first woman-owned brewery and it's a pretty tasty beer. Uh, launched in 2011, blah, 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 blah. Where's it based? Brewery fresh, growers, yada, yada. Here we are, yeah, Victoria. Spotswood Victoria is the Two Birds Brewing Company. So there you go. Thank you for being the beer I'm drinking right now. And thank you, listeners, for being the listeners to this podcast. See you later. A beep. Off goes the PlayStation 2. And then 
off goes the recording device. A beep.